It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? The Washington Wizards get a much-needed win at home, 110-104 against the Brooklyn Nets, led by Kyle Kuzma and who? Denny Avia. So we definitely going to talk about that, do a preview for Sunday's game against the Atlanta Hawks, and chop it up in like we always do next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. And we appreciate you guys making Locked On Wizards your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And tonight's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use code all lowercase locked on NBA for the first deposit matchup to $100. So, E, the Washington Wizards get a much-needed win against the Brooklyn Nets, 110-104 at home. So, we're going to look at that, and then we're going to do a preview for Sunday's game against the Hawks, and then chop it up at the end. So, let's get right into it. Big night for Kyle Kuzma and Denny Avell. So, um, much-needed win. Obviously, Kyle Kuzma going against his nemesis, <laughs> uh, Bitcoin King himself. So, man, who who are you more happy to see with a good performance tonight? Kyle Kuzma or Denny oh, Avell? Uh, it's a tough one, man. Uh, Kuz came in. He was he was clutching the fourth quarter. He he went on he was on a tear where he couldn't be stopped. But uh, Diddy, man, twenty one points, double double, twenty one. How many boards? I want to say he had like thirteen boards. Yeah, he ended up with. I'm looking on the stats right now. Yeah, he ended up with thirteen boards, twenty one points, thirteen boards, six assists, and was a plus thirteen. Uh, he was he almost had a, a basically a dominant night tonight too, where he was just getting to the basket. Uh, playing with a lot of confidence, being aggressive. The only thing is the free throws. He was 0 for 4 from the free throw line. Yeah. Not only was he going to his right, but he made some moves where he was going to his left and using his left hand, finishing well in transition, uh, taking what the defense gives him, forcing the issue, not selling for threes. He did shoot the three ball well. This was a great bounce back game for him where he's been in a slump the last couple of weeks. We talked about it. Just want to see him play with confidence. Can he keep this up? This was the turbo Denny that we saw from last yeah. year. So he was a huge part, man. He was cutting to the basket, moving out the basketball, finishing around the rim. Uh, I, I loved everything that he did last night ex- in the game, except for uh, free throws. So I, I loved everything that Denny did. This is one of his best games of his career. Uh, going up against Cam Johnson, going up against Macau Bridges, Finney Smith. Uh, the yeah. Nets have some good wings that you know that can defend, even though they're not a good defensive team. Uh, and I thought he took advantage when he the pick and roll whenever he had yeah. sharp. Guarding him out there, he just knew Sharp was way too slow, so he would take him off the dribble and get to the basket. So, uh, great all around game for Denny. Just just has to make his free throws, and it's a tough one with Kuzma. Kuzma had a heck of a game too, twenty six points. We don't win this game without Kuz, uh, especially down the stretch in the fourth quarter for sure. The first half was a little rough. He did have nine points in the first half, but the beginning of the second half, he airballed. But he started getting to the basket, started hitting his jumper. His mid range shot was falling, so. 
he was a huge part. So it's, it's tough to choose between the two, but I'm, I'm going to go with Danny to start off. Yeah, I'm a, I had to roll with Turbo, man. Um, this is definitely the bounce back performance I want to see from him. And this is what you expect with him, with his offensive game evolving this offseason, man. You, you mentioned him using his left hand is huge, man. So it shows that he's working on his game. Um, confidence, you know, we saw a slump where, you know, it showed that, you know, his confidence down a little bit. But now this is what you want to see. This is that fire that you want to see lit underneath Denny, man. He played out his mind. I mean, 21 points, 13 boards, six assists, nine for 18 from the field, three for five from three. And what does that tell me? That he's not hesitant to take those shots. You know, he he definitely, you know, he, he rolled the hot hand. <laughs> you know, he rolled with himself. I mean, he definitely, he said aggressive. I love what I saw. You know, I'm with you. The only negative, the only negative to me is free throws. You know, that's the thing. When you drive, you have to make those free throws because you're going to draw a lot of fouls by driving to the paint. So he definitely has to get better at free throw shooting. But, I mean, overall, Denny had a heck of a game, man. Heck of a game. One steal, one block. I mean, only one turnover. This is the performance that we wanted to see from Turbo. This is Turbo. You know what I'm saying? When the confidence is up and he's playing like this, this is Turbo. This is yeah, this is what we want to see from Denny going forward, man. Uh, like you said, Kyle Kuzma, 26.6 boards, left for 22 from the field. So he's about 50%. So I can't knock him too much for his efficiency. But 4 for 10 from 3. So Kuzma, again, was his usual self. What we expect from Kuzma being that score. You know, the guy that utilizes his frame and is able to drive the way he wants to. You know, he's money with that shot. Can he be a little too dependent on the three? Yeah, but when it hits, it hits, man. And he was definitely hitting the night. So, but looking at the starting five, man, um, Tyus Jones, kind of, a you know, it was a workman's night. I mean, nothing flashy, but 12 points, four rebounds, six assists. I love the assist numbers from him. Uh, shooting six for nine from the field. So it wasn't too bad, but very, un, I guess, uneventful night from Tyus. And, uh but looking at Jordan Poole and Daniel Gaff, both of them four personal fouls. And, you know, looking at Gaff, only 16 minutes. Now, I know uh, we were talking about, man, he kind of lost his head a little bit. Uh, going after Nicholas Claxton, you know, he kind of um, – he, he was his usual kind of woo-saw self like the Gaff is, man. Because you don't really see Gaff get mad like that. Um, so it was definitely out of character for him. And it kind of – I think it kind of hurt him a little bit. But, you know, end of the night, four points, uh, five boards. And then Jordan Poole, um, non-existent fourth quarter i mean you know look at overall for 24 points but it's i don't know if you're i mean are you concerned e? like because man i know the trade that the line is coming up man but you know we're only what a, on a quarter in and you're already seeing his minutes being dwindled a little bit so at this point are you concerned at all uh i'm not concerned i, I gotta give props to shaman and court because they played really well so west yeah. he had to make a decision there you know to, whether yeah. to go with the hot hand or go go with jordan Poole. and i thought he made the right decision with you know going with shaman shaman had a tough and one court Kispert was you know breaking guys down doing step backs yeah. and getting yeah. to the basket he was actually kind of joking around did a little pump fake on uh on dennis smith jr so i, I gotta give my props to court Kispert. i mean it was a tough decision. And if I was West, I probably would have had to do the same thing and go with Shamet and Corey Kispert. You know, it, it just depends on who's hot yeah. at the time. Like, West had to go with Mascala instead of Gaffer. When Gaffer was in foul trouble and Mascala, I'll give him his credit, he was playing well. You know, he was rebounding, you know, playing hard, uh, you know, making some outside shots here and there. So I, I thought Mascala did a good job. He had a nice block on uh, Cam Thomas. West challenged that. I thought that was a good – we actually had a challenge that was successful – then the Nets tried a challenge. They had an unsuccessful challenge. Macau Bridges was crying to the refs, and uh, <laughs> he tried to say the ball went off the Wizards. I was like, the ball did not go off the Wizards at all. He tried to say we fouled him, but they that call was unsuccessful. Um, but, yeah, to back to Jordan Poole, 
Uh, I'm not too concerned. You look at the last couple of games. He's actually he's playing a lot. He's playing so much better than what he did in the first yeah. first part of the season where he was shacking a fool, throwing a ball at the backboard, getting blocked. Uh, he's playing a lot better. He didn't shoot the ball well last night, but I, I thought overall he 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 had a he had an okay game. He had five assists, one turnover. Didn't really force the issue. Didn't shoot the ball much, but I, I don't think it was a terrible game from Jordan Poole. Just other guys uh, had the hot hand. He, he didn't shoot the three ball well, but. Uh, you look at the other games. He had he had fourteen against the uh, he had fourteen against the Raptors, and then he had thirty against the Magic. So he he actually he's he's starting to hit his stride a little bit. Last night, I think he's going to bounce back from that, especially against the Hawks team. We're going to talk yeah. about later that that gives up a lot of points. But uh, I'm I'm not concerned about Jordan Poole right now. I, I think uh, eventually, yeah, I think he's a guy that's not going to not he's not a uh, a long term piece here. Yeah, but I'm not con- too concerned about last night. No, I'm not either. You know, I just wanted to ask that question, but I'm not either because yeah. I totally agree with you that Wes using the hot hand was the best decision for this. You know, and I think that had a lot to do with the win, man, because you know they he riding with Kispert and Shamit. I believe that was a good choice in Wes's part, man. That, that was definitely a move that I want to see from Wes. And it's you know the same thing with Muscala, man. Eleven points. You know, he took over for Gaff. I think that was the good decision at the situation, man. So nah, I, I definitely agree with that. So I mean, and, you know, in short. This was a good team win. I mean, you know, obviously we know the real issues. Rebounding, we yeah, I rebounded. This is going to be the ammo going forward. But, you know, you see fight. Now, the biggest thing now is consistency. You know, again, I know I say that word all the time, but mm-hmm. you got to be consistent, man. You know, because, like I said, you'll have nights where you see games like this where they're playing competitively. And then you'll see games where it's like like the Raptors game where it's like you don't even want to be there. So, you know, I want to see some consistent effort as far as, you know, play every game to win. Irregardless if you're going to win or not, that's building culture. So, um, but definitely a really good team victory against the Nets 110 to 104. So, we're going to get into preview for Sunday's game against the Atlanta Hawks. But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. So, you, you wonder what is Prize Picks? Well, Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you could pick more than or less than on two to six players in their stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. I'm trying to tell you. With the basketball season here, you can now pick a combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two more players from different sports leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at 10.5 combo of three points made and receptions, I would definitely take that. Want to play alongside some of Prize Picks, favorite players like rapper Mick Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz, you can now find the community plays under the promos tabs of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in Prize Picks community each and every week. Prize Picks even offers a reboot policy that your entries stay in play even if one of your plays gets injured. For example, for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that play is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. That is big. So all you got to do is go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA and, and use promo code LockedOnNBA for the first deposit match up to $100. And again, go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA and use promo code LockedOnNBA for the first deposit match up to $100. And LockedOn has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every league. Go Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national shows 24-7 streaming channel. So, uh, fast forward, Sunday at 3, we have the Atlanta Hawks. So, 
Um, again, we're not doing keys to victory. <laughs> we are doing keys <laughs> to development. So uh, rolling with the Hawks, man, division opponent. Uh, what are you looking for as far as um, keys to development? Mm, and another thing about the win, uh, I thought they, they did a good job protecting the basketball. Yeah. They uh, they only had seven turnovers, and they had zero turnovers in the fourth quarter. So that was huge. Once again, they did get they did get out rebounded. They gave up a lot of second chance points. Uh, just looking at the rebounds, I know Denny rebounded well, but they got out rebounded fifty four to forty three. Yeah, um, they only turned the ball over seven times. They had twenty eight assists. Uh, points in the paint was even with fifty fifty. And um, but yeah, rebounding once again, they found a way to win with without rebounding the ball. Basically, they shot thirty nine percent from the three. And fifty percent from the field, so they just they just shot the ball really well, and the free throw discrepancy was insane. Like we only shot seven free throws, the yeah. Nets shot twenty seven free throws in our own house. Like that, that's crazy to me. And they shot sixty three. The Nets were terrible from the free throw line. Free throw line, they shot sixty three percent. We shot forty two percent, but we still found a way to win just because we shot the ball well, and we were able to to get to the paint and get to the basket, and we shot the three ball well. So, yeah, the the way we got to win, we have to shoot lights out because we yeah. don't rebound. Even in the win, we still got dominated on the boards. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, they, they found a way to pull it out for sure. Um, but looking at the Hawks, keys of development, uh, just looking at their team, uh, right now they're 12 and the, the Nets are, I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, the the, uh, the Hawks are 12 and 19. Yep. Right now, which is pretty darn bad, especially with all the money, you know, they're paying to Trey Young, they're paying to Jonathan Murray, they're paying DeAndre Hunter, they're paying Clint Capella good money. Like they're paying a lot of the guys on their roster. Uh, Pretty good money, man. So this 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 yeah. is a team that they may they may have to break it up. Uh, Sadiq Bay, I'm not sure if they if they just had to pay him. I think uh, I think yeah, I think they had to renew his contract. If I'm not mistaken. So, and I know they're they're, they're uh, they got Bogdan Bogdanovich Bogdanovich. He's on a good deal too. So yeah, they got a lot of they got a lot of money spent on this team, and they're not playing good basketball. Uh, which I, I thought they would be better than this, but they aren't. Uh, they're they're third, <laughs> they're third in point scores. So they they score a lot. They score yeah. a lot. Yeah. Uh, defensively, they're terrible. The defensive rating is 27, 27, So they give up a lot of points. They're not a good defensive team. They're fifth in three point attempts. So they shoot a lot of threes. Thirteenth uh, in three point percentage. Uh, free throw attempts eleventh, probably because of Trey Young. He gets to the free throw line a lot. Offensive rebounds, they're third, probably because of Clint Capella. Uh, so there's a lot of things that they do well, and of course there's a lot of things that they don't uh, do well at all. So offensively, I, this for me for the development, this is a game where Denny, I want to say consistency, man. Like, can you keep this up? Can yeah. you rebound like you did? Can you yeah. score? Can you get to the basket like you did? Those are some huge. That's a, that's a huge question mark for me because we'll see one good game from Denny, and then it kind of yeah. revert back to in the games where he has six points or eight points or something like that. So that, that's my big question mark for me. Bilal, I thought he played up fine last game. Uh, had a couple, had a dunk or two, rebound the ball well. So I want to see him get more minutes and more touches. And uh, Corey Kispert, keep it up too, man. That's one thing. And uh, keeping Capella off the boards. So this is going to be a big game for Gafford to bounce back because I thought he, he kind of, like you, like you brought up, he kind of got in his head a little bit. Yeah. Got the technical foul. Got in foul trouble. Mescala had to play instead of Gafford. So – I want to see a bounce back game from Gafford as well. Man, I agree on all points, Z. Um, starting with Gaff, perfect point. Um, th- this is a battle I want to see between him and Capella. Similar centers where law threats, perimeter defenders, but they don't have, you know, they're kind of limited in their offensive capabilities. Um, I think that, you know, look, Gaff, play, look, play, play, play your game, man. 
you know, don't don't let them get to your head because look, they're going to come at you. You know, the mo with this team is attacking the paint. They're going to come at you. Every team is going to come at the paint. This is this is exactly where we're weak at. We're a bad rebounding team, and we have had issues interior defense. So he's going to have to expect this. They're going to come hard at the paint. That is that's one way to, to come at us, man. But yeah, definitely want to see him win that matchup against Capella. They're very similar bigs. Um, I believe they're around the same height, around six nine, six ten ish. I believe so. So that definitely is a really good matchup between him and Capella. Um, looking at Denny again, totally agree with that, man. Um, I want to see a complete performance, you know, from the defensive side and the offensive side. You know, definitely drive the lane, attack the basket. You know, don't be hesitant on the shots. Definitely shoot those Jays, man. Definitely, I want to see him really, really aggressive on the offensive end, man. Defensively, I definitely want to see him active, getting the passing lanes, man. You know, definitely being a pest on defense. So I want to see a complete performance from Denny Avion. Same thing with Black Lubali. Um, similar situation. I want to see him definitely being more aggressive on the offensive end and then keep doing his thing on the defensive end. Kispert, yes. Keep being a sharpshooter. That's why I think he has a home here long term because every team needs a sharpshooter. And I'm telling you, man, when the shot's on, it is definitely on. But, you know, when the shot's not dropping, definitely continue to cut, continue to show your best ball cue, you know, make those smart plays, move without the ball. So I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think this is a game where both teams, the defense is going to stay in the locker room. I, you know, obviously Atlanta, they know how to shoot the ball. You know, Trey Young shoots. Jonathan Murray is going to do his thing. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of in, uh, you're talking about Sadiq Bay. Um, I believe this is what his fourth year too. So he's um at a uh, restricted free agent in the year. So it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with him. But this is a I think this is a good matchup. You know, I thought that the Nets game was a good matchup. And I and I get it, we're rebuilding and you know, we're not very good, but you know, you see good matches. I think this is a matchup where if we play team basketball and if you see fluid ball movement, man, you can we can probably get a sneak win here. I think this is a winnable game. I mean, because they're I get it. They're better than we are, but I think that when we play, here's the thing: we're not a bad squad when we play as a team. When they resort to iso ball and high usage between, you know, usually Kyle Kuzma and Jordan Poole, you know, usually the lack of ball movement kills this team. If they play as a team and they utilize those guys around them, I think this is a winnable game. I think so too. He's got a they got a rebound. That's one thing. Defending Trey Young, pick and roll with him and Capella, and just hitting open shooters. They got to defend the three point line. Uh, they really have to defend the three point line because they got a lot of guys that can shoot, like Sadiq Bay. Yeah. Uh, you talk about his contract. Yes, you're right. Uh, I think he, yeah, he is a free agent after this year. He's he got drafted the same year as Denny. They didn't they didn't yeah. pick up his option or they didn't read they didn't give him an extension like the Wizards did uh, with Denny. But uh, they got a rebound. They have to defend the three point line. They got to get back on defense. There were some times they didn't get back on defense with the Nets too. Were sharp. Had some yeah. wide open dunks, some Cal Bridges getting to the basket and, and on fast breaks too. So that's going to be a huge thing. It's going to be a track meet. The 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 uh, Hawks they love to push the ball, push the pace. Same thing with Trey Young all the time. He's looking to push the pace and uh, find guys. Trey Young's been on the tear for sure. So um, those those are my keys of development there for sure. Uh, I I think it's a loss, but I think it's going to be a competitive meet. Yeah, I think it's a loss too, but I think that <laughs> I think this is definitely a winnable game. I think they match up well. It's just. I think just, it's got to be team basketball. You know, we cannot resort to bad habits. Definitely team basketball. And you, and you mentioned a good point. Transition has to get better. I noticed that too, man. You know, we, we, we're we very sluggish in transition, and it kills us, man. It kills mm-hmm. us. So, you know, against a team that likes to push, you know, this team, I'm not going to say this is a team that really likes to push, but it's a team that can push the ball. You know, it's not, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie's kind of, <laughs> I mean, we know better than anybody else how he does. So um, they're not going to push the ball much where Trey Young will. He will go in transition a little bit. So he definitely have to shore up those deficiencies and transition. So uh, we're going to end the night. 
chopping up with you guys before we do is gonna holler us about FanDuel tonight. Yes, sir. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. So if you are new to FanDuel, you might as well put money line on the 49ers uh, for Sunday, and then you will get $150 in bonus bets. All right, we're going to get to about two comments because we're going to see you guys tomorrow night. Um, So we're going to just run about one or two comments, and I guess we will see you guys before the new year starts. So I'm not going to say a happy new year yet. I'll say it tomorrow night when we're doing it really right before the new year starts. If, if we do it tomorrow, uh, since it, since it kind of is a holiday, uh, I mean, it is holiday, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll try our best to get on tomorrow. Uh, but, uh, is says turbo Denny. Yes. All the Denny stands. You guys should definitely come out tonight <laughs> and have a lot of fun. Uh, this is your time to shine guys. This is your time to shine for all the Denny stands. I know you guys were waiting for this moment for sure. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, look, Diddy did his thing, man. I mean, his, his performances like this that really get you excited about his evolution on his office side, man. You know, he played well. This is the biggest thing. He's got to be consistent. You got to see these type of showings on a more consistent basis. And that's the biggest. I think that's the next goal for Denny is it finding that consistency. You know, he's got the bag. You know, he's definitely gotten better offensively. Now he's got to take that next step. So that's why I'm mad with Denny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalad. Zelzer says, also DeLon, Shaman, Denny, Bilal, and even Mike and Corey went together on the court, gave a great defensive effort. Finally, you see a group that all people are committed to play this end of the court. Yeah, DeLon played well, too. I like the way yeah. he did. I like the way he played. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't bring up DeLon earlier, but he was flying around on the court. Uh, you can see that he makes a difference. It's not always going to show up in the stat sheet, yeah. but just him defensively, he's just a pest, man. He gets a lot of deflections. Uh, stills just running around. He's a guy that you know. You just you you see where he was missed when he was out for sure. Just looking at his number, he had one block and two steals, so a plus eighteen. Four four points. That is not going to fill the stat sheet as far as scoring, but steals, blocks, deflections, all kinds of stuff like that defensively. He he's just he's a guy that you definitely need on the roster. Oh, absolutely. I think every team needs to do the line right, man. I mean, mm-hmm. he's always active on the defensive end, man. He's a he's a leader on that second unit. He he's been. Probably one of the most important players we've had on this roster the last couple of years, man. Just because you feel when he's when he's gone, it is a definite impact when he's off the roster, man. So definitely, it's good to see him back and back to doing what he does best. So let's see. Hundred and ten percent. We'll probably read one more. Yeah. Let me wrap it up. Um, that one black underscore guy says, "Y'all think <laughs> felon, felony, or felon?" Yes, <laughs> a first from a contender. Uh, then he goes on to say Dellen, and then he goes on to finally say Delon. There we go. So, yeah, that 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 one black underscore guy. Yes, yes, we understand what you're trying to say. Uh, I'll, I'll read this one too. Denver for life. He says, "I'm two and zero games this year, fellas. I might have to start going to more games." Saw Denny stands outside Capital One arguing with a guy in a pool jersey. This fan game fan base will never be happy. Will never be happy. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of saw some back and forth on social media as well as far as like Twitter and whatnot. But um, yeah, I, I have, you know, 
I'm not worried about that at all. To be <laughs> yeah, barely wins. So it's like you got to take these wins and be happy. However, I don't care if Jordan Poole sat the whole fourth quarter. A win is a win is a win. I'll take. Yeah, it. I could care less, man. <laughs> I mean, it's funny, man, but it's like remember those commercials, man—the right twigs and left twigs battling each other. That's what right. it feels like, man. It's like, come on, man. Like, what are we doing, man? I mean. You know, we're a six-win team. Let's just let's focus on other things, man. <laughs> right. Um, and then Brandon, you were telling me about the video where somebody tried to say Denny didn't want to give uh give um Jordan Poole a handshake and a huddle yeah. or whatever going back to the bench. That was ridiculous. So yeah, people were just trying to start stuff on uh on social media. That's what it is. I, how do we become the most popular six-win team in the league, man? Like, I, it seems like TMZ is, like, on us, man. Like, mm-hmm. dude, I, I like to beat this camera guy, man, because he got some serious angles, man, because he just caught him at the right angle where it shows. But he ended up turning around and dapping him up. So if people right. are trying to find ways to come at this team, man, just, just keep playing, keep focusing on development. We'll be all right, man. <laughs> right. I'm telling you. Uh, Alexander, we'll talk about this. Another, I'll, you know, Brandon's going to talk about it on his channel. I'll talk about it on my commander's <laughs> channel. So we're not we're not gonna get too much in the commanders talk right now because <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna enjoy the Wizards win. But uh right now I, I like Sam, of course, but he's just not seeing the field at all. But the rumor, the word is that Jacoby's injured and Sam Howell's gonna start tomorrow. I mean, I'm just saying the word out is they want Caleb Williams. I'm just saying basically, <laughs> so, yeah. You know, that's so the MO right now. So um Sam, yeah. look, it's kind of like what I said about Monte Morris, man. He came in and he did his, he did his job. I mean, was he set up in the best situation? The offensive line's trash. I mean, we've had our issues, you know, being transition. Yeah, you can say that, man. So I think that either way, we'll be all right. If we keep him as a starter, we're going to be all right. And if he's a backup, we'll be all right. We'll go out and get another quarterback. So either way, we're going to have experience at the quarterback level. So I'm not there. Yeah. They got to draft a quarterback, though. I, I think they will. They, I think they will. But uh, that one black guy, I guess we'll answer this and we'll wrap it up for the night. He says, <laughs> Y'all think Felon could get DeLong could get a first from a contender? I do not. I do not. I think the only person going to get a first from first four on the Wizards roster is Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, that's it, man. Um, DeLong does have value, but that's the thing. Do other teams value him as much as we do, or would his impact be as meaningful as it is for us? You know what I mean? So I think that's one way to look at it. You know, DeLong would definitely be an asset to most teams because he's defensive minded and he's a vet. You know, he's definitely a locker room presence, man. But that, that's, you know, that's the thing. He 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 might not have the same impact on another team like he does here. This is a young team. You know, if he gets flipped to a contender, he might not have the same impact. So we'll see. But not a first-round pick. No, I think, you know, just like he said, the only person on this roster realistically we can get a first for is Kyle Kuzma. Maybe you could squeak one out for um, Tyus, depending on how dire the, uh, the point guard situation is for the team, trying to obtain him. But no, nah, Kyle Kuzma's it. So, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. So we uh, thank you guys for listening, Drew. What do we think about the Pistons? Or we'll talk about that. We'll talk about still thinking about trading your average players for draft picks. Pistons nine, but it's still rubbish. It's a good conversation to have, yeah. and we'll probably talk about that on the next episode, probably tomorrow night. But we want to thank you guys for listening and making making locked on Wizards your first lesson every day. We are free and available wherever you guys get podcasts. Make sure you guys subscribe, hit the notification bell as well. Mottone has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Auto Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On Plus. Our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Hell to the Wizards, they got a dub.
Turbo showed up. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.